0: Welcome, everyone, back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Ugulewe, and this is episode 943. Focus on your today. Don't let doubts affect you. And make small adjustments to get big results. In 2022, he broke the 51-year record for most home runs in a single season in Major League Baseball. That same year, he was named League MVP. Today on the show, New York Yankees superstar Aaron George. Like many great athletes, George was a three-sport phenom playing baseball, basketball, and football in high school. In high school, he set a school record for touchdowns in football and led the basketball team in points per game george was so good that many college recruited him to play football and baseball at the same time the oakland athletics actually selected him in the 31st round of the 2010 mlb draft however george committed to california state university to focus exclusively on baseball in 2011 He was part of the team that shared the WAC regular season title. They also qualified for the 2011 NCAA Division I baseball tournament. In his junior year, George led his team in home runs, doubles, and RBIs. In all his time in college, he was named to the all-conference team. In 2013, he was selected 32nd overall by the New York Yankees. Although George would spend his first few seasons in the minor league, when he was ready for his big leagues, he took it by storm. He made his debut in the 2016 season. In his rookie season, he broke Joe DiMaggio's record for most home runs hit by a rookie. And he did it before the All-Star break. He also became the first rookie since 1950 to record 100 walks in a single season. That same season, he broke Babe Ruth's single season home run record record by a Yankee player at home. George rounded up his rookie season by being named unanimous Rookie of the Year. He also finished second in the MVP awards to Jose Altuve. And of course, we've looked at Jose previously on the podcast. George continued to light up the league, but 2022 was his best season. Yes, that season became the second fastest player to hit 200 home runs the 10th player, to have multiple 50 home run seasons. His crowning moment was when he hit his 62nd home run, breaking the single season record for home runs, which, of course, had stood for a long time. In 2022, he had 62 home runs, 133 runs scored, 131 RBIs, and 111 walks. That season, he was named league MVP. And his achievements that season is arguably the best offensive season in mlb history of course that is what the stats and that is what people have said as reigning mvp the yankees resigned him to a nine-year 360 million dollar deal today is your mentor guys and there are three lessons that i want you to learn from aaron george obviously aaron george has a a classic name if you could call it that like you know he's a judge and of course he's laying down judgments to all of those in in the NBA and of course researching his story is so remarkable like you see that he was adopted and you see kind of like the lessons that his parents passed to him of course which every single athlete can learn from and that is actually where I've picked the first lesson that I want you to learn from Aaron George which is focus on your today focus on your today now of course uh George was asked about the impact that his parents had on him and and a lot of all those things and one of the key things that he talks about is how valuable right his father was you know in 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 the process of him playing baseball and all of that and particularly what he says was that when when he was a boy right he would always enjoy whenever he went out to play and you know, maybe you record certain successes and things like that, and he'll come back and he'll brag. And, and you know, his father will listen to him, right? And then the next day, he'll come back and he would still be talking about the thing that he did. And his father, Wing George, always said to him, if what you did yesterday still seems big today, then you haven't done anything today. I'm going to take that again. Like, who if what you did yesterday still seems big today then you haven't done anything today and you see i see the athletes right who are very reliant on two things one of those things is remaining in the era of potential and the second is remaining in the era of the former so you're going to see athletes who are always in potential mode right like i have the potential to do this i have the potential to do this it is very similar right to you relying on the things that you have done yesterday today right because you're not talking about the achievements or the progress that you have made or what you're achieving or how you're doing things now the process you're taking to becoming a better athlete right you're not talking about that now you're talking about the potential of what you could become the potential of what you could do. And, of course, Eric Thomas was the guy, so the hip-hop preacher, was the guy who said, look, you, you cannot afford to live in potential all your life, right? He he is going to become the athlete next year. He's going to get better next year. He's going to develop next year. He's going to come out of the shadows of this person next year. You cannot continue to afford to live in potential. And, of course, that's the first angle from that quote by Wayne George. And, of course, the second is those that are constantly relying on the former last year i was the top scorer last year i was the best player last month i was this last month i was that you are always relying on the things you have done in the past and you see the whole point is that if that is where you are if that is what you continue to rely on then it means you have not done anything today and that is always the problem with so many young athletes in relying on past glory for the things that you want to do now. You see, and that's why they would always say, and I'm sure you have heard that quote before, that what got you here is not going to get you there. The things that you had done before that have gotten you to the point where you are now are not the things that are going to get you over the line. Are not the things that are going to get you to where you are going. So if you are overly fixated on the things that you have done in the past, on the things that got you here, or the potential of what you may become then it means that you are missing the point. So what Aaron George, because that was his father's philosophy and that was part of what his father taught him, one of the things that Aaron George always did was that he always reminded himself that what am I doing today? It wasn't about the fact that he scored 10 home runs last year or he scored 50 home runs last season or he was able to do or accomplish this last month. It it wasn't about any of that the question that he always asks himself and of course that is what propelled him to work the way that he worked to ensure that he was able to achieve the victory that he achieved which is what am i doing today how am i practicing today how am i committing to the process today what am i doing today that is getting me a step closer to the goals that i'm chasing in sport that's where the question is that is where the question is so it's not about oh I was the best player in the league last year or i was the rookie of the year in my first year in the league no no no. you see all of that is for the past there is no way that is influencing except of course you are studying what you're able to do there's no way that is influencing you in terms of the results you are achieving today so the book that i read last year i want to use it to pass an exam today without studying today for that exam and that's the mistake that a lot of athletes make. You have to learn this from Aaron Judge, right? This is a guy who was offered because of his antecedents in the league, because of what he was doing on a consistent basis. This is a guy who was offered a nine-year contract, three hundred and sixty million dollars, one of the largest sports contracts in history. He would not have been awarded that contract if he was relying on things that he had done in the past, if he was relying on past glory. And you see. You need to get out. So you need to break those two things, guys. The over-reliance on potential and the over-reliance on past glory, right? It's not about the future. It's not about the past. It's about now. What are you doing today that is helping you? First lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Aaron Joe. The second lesson is don't let doubts affect you. Don't let doubts affect you. Now, of course, you've heard all the things that I talked about you know about Aaron george in the intro and of course you heard this lesson from his father and all of those things you see the part of those of that story and you see this is why i i super enjoy this monday episodes right in in studying this athletes seeing where they came from like ah like it's so remarkable like like i just enjoy it so much now of course was drafted by the yankees spent a few um years or seasons in the minor leagues when eventually he came into the mlb right so he came into the a league so to speak if you call it in his first major league game so his first major league game when he was batting he hit a home run and of course obviously it was like you know this guy is here to stay because obviously he has the size he has the power and all of that second game he hits another home run right and, of course, everyone was talking about him being the next superstar for the Yankees. He's going to deliver a World Series crown and things like that. But guess what? After that second game that Aaron Jordan played, so his second game in the league, right, he hit only two home runs for the rest of the season. Only two home runs for the rest of the season. And, of course... <laughs> people and of course he struck out 41 times struck out 41 times so he had a batting average of 179 so I will need to check and confirm I'm not really sure if this is um, what we call it now if this is him performing in the minor leagues or if this is him performing in in the MLB I'll check that so just 2 home runs in the rest of the season so in 25 games it has to be the minor leagues and he struck out 41 times So he had a batting average of 0.179, which, of course, was one of the worst in the MLB. One of the worst in the MLB, right? And then what happens is that everybody begins to question, like, is this the person that is your next superstar? Is this the person that you're supposed to rely on? Maybe he's going to go on to become a good player, but there's no way he's going to be a great player. Absolutely not, right? And, of course, all these permutations and combinations and all these things were made or said about him. You know what Aaron George did, right? whilst others might have doubted their ability and what they were able to do what Aaron George did was that he used that negativity as an inspiration right so he made a note on his phone about his batting average which was 0.179 and he looked at it every day to remind himself that he needed to improve right he looked at it every day to remind himself that he needed to improve one year later one year later He was leading the all of the league in home runs. You see, guys, don't let doubts affect you. The question that you need to ask, which is a question that a lot of people do not ask and they jump to conclusions and all of that, that I'm not a good player and this, the question that you're asking is how can I improve? What is the reason I am struggling? What is the reason people are saying all these things about me? What is the reason that my level of performance is at this particular point? That's where the question is. The minute that you answer that, you then plot your way to getting better. You plot your way to improving. And of course, that's one of the things that Aaron George did. So I'm not a very good batter. I'm batting a 0.179. How can I improve? He made a note on his phone with that 0.179, which reminded him automatically that this is what you're working for this is where you need to improve so it wasn't a case of him forgetting that you know th- this is where the work is or this is what i'm trying to do absolutely not it was a case of him being reminded that hey this is what i need to work on i'm not focusing on the doubts of others you see the opinions of those who should matter to you are those who can help you improve your coaches your friends your family teammates all those type of things you see if anybody cannot help you improve then why you 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 shouldn't even allow their doubts to get to you all you should be focused on is improving if Aaron George had allowed the doubts get to him one of the key things that I can guarantee you is that you're not going to be hearing about him here on athlete maestro you're not even going to be hearing about him in the league all you would know all you'd be hearing is that you know he was a good player who had the potential to be great and of course we ties into the first lesson that i shared with you second lesson guys don't let doubts affect you if aaron george allowed the doubts to affect him certainly he would not have improved he would not have broken the record he would not have been rookie of the season and certainly he would not have been league mvp second lesson don't let doubts affect you number three lesson guys is make small adjustments to get big results make small adjustments to get big results now of course this is tied closely to the second lesson right in terms of you don't let the doubts affect you you identify where you're struggling what you need to improve on then what you now do is that you make small adjustments that enable you get the big results you know it's just like uh, this analogy that people always give that you know there was either a, a device or a ship or something that wasn't working and things like that and then they called in an expert and said hey you know this thing isn't working we need you to check it out and of course the guy comes in you know puts his ear on some things brings out some equipments knocks a few places and then he tells them to do this particular thing very simply and of course it then says hey start the engine or try to use the appliance and then this the thing starts working i can't remember exactly what the analogy is and of course he now charged them an exorbitant amount and of course they're like what you just you spend basically five minutes here and things like that. And of course, it says, hey, I spent a long time learning how to do it. So you're not paying me for the five minutes. You're paying me for the years. The point is this. That person, right, the thing that he identified as the problem was not the massive thing that people were looking out for. It was not the massive thing that people anticipated that, oh, we're going to have to change this whole system. We're going to have to import this particular thing. No, it was something very minute. I feel like a lot of athletes, right, when they are struggling with performance or when they're having difficulties, getting to the next level and things like that, one of the things that they always do which is wrong is that they're looking for big solutions. They're looking for drastic solutions. They're looking for something mega that has to change before your performance can increase. In many situations and in many cases, it's always something very minute. It's always something very small. So the question you should be asking yourself is, first and foremost, this thing that I'm struggling with Do I have a big picture of it? Now, if I was going to achieve big results in my sport based off of this particular thing that I'm struggling with, right? What are the things that would need to change? So you're a striker in football and obviously maybe your shooting ability, your finishing ability is not that amazing, right? And of course you want to get goals for your team. You want to be the top scorer for your team and things like that. When you put those two side by side, what is the way that I can become a better finisher that gets me to the objective which is to be the top scorer of this team. And then what you then do, instead of overhauling your entire progress, you make small adjustments for big results. I remember when Rafael Nadal was coming up in tennis, you know, so at least at that point, he had won the French Open. And, you know, I think it was was now in his early 20s. And one of the weapons that he had, of course, was his forehand. His backhand was pretty decent. And of course, you know, he had the heart of a lion and things like that. And they realized that, look, we need to improve your serve in order to enable you become a contender on grass and the hard course. Because at that time, Clay was especially specialty. It still is. And what he did to change his serve, he did not alter his entire service motion. He did not change things from ground to... or He didn't do all of that. All he did was that he changed his grip. Small adjustments to get big results. That simple change in grip in his serve what that helped him achieve was about i don't know it was 10 or 15 kilometers added to his serve at each point in time and of course that made him a contender now 22 grand slam titles or, or there about that he yeah, has small adjustments can get you big results it's not every time that you're looking for something massive it's not every time you're looking for something big it's not every time you're looking for something you know that that would change the whole dynamics or pro everything from top to bottom, small adjustments can get you big results, and of course, Aaron George is a perfect example on this. Three lessons, guys, that I want you to learn from him: focus on your today, don't let doubt affect you. Make small adjustments to get big results. Make small adjustments to get big results. Athlete Marshall, guys, episode 943. Head over to the website, check out the free and paid resources that we have for you. There, all of it is geared. Helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports. As well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, what are you waiting for? What your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast, know that it's a worldwide resource they can use to chase their goals in sports. Maestro.com forward slash subscribe. Athletemaestro.com forward slash forward slash subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tolla at athletemaestral.com tolla at maestro.com. i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to learn all the lessons you can from aaron judge i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day Here's a clip from my episode with Dr. Yinka Davies, where we talk about all things supplements, diet, nutrition for athletes, particularly how it relates to probiotics and how it affects your gut health.
1: Well, you know, just hearing you say that from an athlete that says, I don't have access to supplements is exactly what the industry wants people to do, right? And so growing up with two, you know, two boys that are athletes that are on the courts about four hours a day, I know the importance of performance and wellness in, in in for an athlete and it isn't and to all the athletes listening the number one important thing is not a supplement it's your nutrition it's how it's your your, your nutrition is number one right because that is that's your fuel that's how you feed your muscles that's how your muscles turn over that is there's not a supplement out there including lifecap that will replace your meal and so but the industry wants you to believe that is our supplements are the answer to your everything
0: for more including just like i said all things nutrition diet the kind of foods you should be eating as an athlete check out episode 917 of athlete maestro with dr yinka davis Hey guys one last thing if you're looking for the key areas that you need to focus on as an athlete to take your game to the next level and achieve your sports goals then you want to check out my free checklist on the five key areas you need to focus on as an athlete head over to maestro.com forward slash key area athletemaestro.com forward slash key area to get your hands on that free checklist